Welcome to the shit talk. Sammy cuts, baby. The shit talk. Dude, I think I'm, I want to cut hair. We in the shit. Yeah, Pitbull's Mr. 305. And we talking. Hey, Grandpa, how you doing? We call it shit talk. Because we talking in the shit. You are tuned in to the number one podcast in the Pacific Northwest based inside of a shed. That is right, folks. You are listening to Shed Talk, and I'm your host, Connor Lovett. History was made this week as many people found out how to fuck Wall Street just as hard as Wall Street fucks them. That's right. The boys on Wall Street got a salty taste of their own medicine as the internet decided it was their turn to use the strap. Hedge funds such as Citadel and some fucking nerd named Melvin quickly lost billions as the masses bought up shares of AMC Theaters, GameStop, and Nokia. To talk more about the state of the stock market, please welcome Shed Talk's own stock correspondent and previous guest of the show, Zay Petrie, for a segment we like to call Zay, what the fuck is going on? So Zay, what the fuck is going on? What's up, everybody? My name is Zay, and I'm going to try to explain to y'all what the fuck just happened. So, basically, some hedge funds, aka people with a lot of money, were betting on the GameStop stock to go down. Uh, This is called short selling. And Reddit, a bunch of people on Reddit, Wall Street Bets, noticed this, and they decided to try to make it squeeze. A short squeeze is when a stock that's highly shorted goes up, And this forces the people that are shorting it to buy. This is called covering your short. So when these hedge funds have to cover, they're buying a large amount of stock. People I've never heard talk about stocks are suddenly making thousands on their ass. It's crazy. And I love to see it. How can you hate on that? You can't. Only people that hate on that are these big billionaires on Wall Street who are betting on it to go down. So these everyday people are making all this money while Wall Street is losing all this money. So basically what they do is, like some sore losers, they call their friends at Robinhood. And they tell Robinhood, they're like, Hey, stop letting people buy GameStop. We're losing too much money. This cannot continue. So Robinhood puts a stop on buying GameStop. You can't buy it. So... They fucked a lot of people out of their money to please the hedge funds. The irony is that their slogan was, let the people trade, and they're literally stopping people from trading. So, it's fuck Robin Hood, fuck Wall Street, and uh, back to you. And that has been Zay, what the fuck is going on? In other news this week, we saw what can only be described as a massive fucking L. Donald Trump's attorneys have asked to be removed from the former president's impeachment case, citing strategical differences, which brings us to my favorite part of the show, a day in the life of conservative Brock. Brock writes, day 12, got called a cracker today and it didn't sit right with me. Why would someone call me a name based on the color of my skin? Well, anyways, I've got to go now because I wouldn't want the government to take away my rights. God bless, and may freedom reign. And that was A Day in the Life of Conservative Brock. This is America. Now, before we get the show going, I wanted to address a rather serious issue that I think got swept under the rug of madness that was this last week. Uh, Plain and simple, Chad Wheeler is a piece of shit. If you hit women, you are also a piece of shit. If you can't say those words out loud... Well, then you guessed it, you might be a piece of shit too. But hey, fuck me, right? 
Joined today by one of the most well-known barbers north of the Alamo. He started cutting hair over 10 years ago and now is one of the most influential up-and-coming barbers in the Vancouver area. The owner of Prolific Barbershop, ladies and gentlemen, Sammy Cuts. What up, what up? Sammy Cuts here. Mr. Cuts, how are you doing today? Good, good, bro. Thanks for having me. I'm loving the setup here. I'm excited to start this up with you, man. You're killing it so far. It's a fucking honor, bro. Uh, Not every day do we have a, a Vancouver legend and overall industry legend in their own right and I, I don't think i'm hyping it up too much because you really are a vancouver legend somebody goes hey where do you get your hair cut so i heard you want your hair cut sammy cuts is the yeah. only answer dude i'm so humble to be here i really appreciate it the clothes the clients the shop you started cutting hair over 10 years ago and now by every standard you are a success story how did it all start man to be honest it was it was fairly natural i started cutting hair when i was young i was 12 years old and growing up, I was always in part of like social activities, playing soccer, you know, hanging out with friends. And it just kind of happened naturally. Started cutting my own hair and uh, everyone was asking where I got my hair cut. And I just told them, you know, Sammy Cuts. I cut hair. You're like the fucking best does it right here. Sammy Cuts, baby. Do you feel like uh, it's a necessary skill to know how to cut on yourself? Because I feel like a lot of barbers have said that, like that they started cutting off on themselves. Cut my life into pieces. Like I have a lot of buddies who cut hair. And their number one thing is they always just started giving themselves lines up like on their beard and then they start mm -hmm. up on their hair. Does that ever scare you, though? <clears throat> Dude, honestly, I'm kind of fortunate because I messed my own hair up before I started cutting anybody else. Mm -hmm. So my clients got lucky because I didn't start messing their hair up. I started messing my own, my own hair up. So you give I, yourself the bowl cut. Yeah, yeah. I guess I got through the hard part, you know, fast. Once I perfected it, I just started getting clientele. They saw what they what they like and... They started coming to me, so. When did you know it was, like, what you wanted to do with your life? Man, probably like most people, high school, you know, you just kind of decide what you want to do in high school, or you're just kind of uh, thinking about what you want to do with your life after you graduate. Mm -hmm. So, for me, college wasn't really the, really the direct route for me. Like, I wasn't huge on school. It's bullshit, and I'm sorry. And it's not putting down your profession, but it's just the way I feel. No offense. My parents had the idea to, like, Take me to barber school. They helped me pay for it. And the rest was history. Went to school and I graduated with my license. I started in uh, my junior year. Started going to barber school my junior year. Of high school? Yeah. Damn. So, so after high school, I would, uh, no one knows this, but I would go to barber school after high school. And just fucking grind there and then like, for what? To like two hours, Dude, three I'd, hours? So my schedule in high school, I'd, I'd wake up, obviously 6 a.m., catch your bus, go to high school get off at 2, 3 p.m., and I'd rush home, change, eat, and then I'd go back to barber school, get off, get off like at 7 p.m., come home, and then start cutting hair, start cutting Where was clients. the barber shop at, or the barber school? It was a barber school. It shut down, but it was in downtown Vancouver. So, so you were everywhere fucking I, just I trying to active. grind. I was active, bro. I would use my mom's car, get, get her on in my mom's car. She had a little RAV4, you know, and just try to get it. Do you think that pushed you to become, like, not just a barber in a way, like, wanted to fucking make it more because you had to go through all these steps to get there. You were like, I want to fucking own my own shop, you know? Yeah. And just settle at being a barber. hundred percent. I think the energy someone has is going to take them somewhere. So for me, it was opening up a barber shop and you know, the routine that I had was what drove me. So, you know, I had a routine that worked and I just kept, kept doing it. Cause I enjoyed it even till today. Like I enjoy working. I, ha I enjoy being busy. So that's today's life lesson gotta fucking find what you want to do and run with it you know don't let anybody tell you otherwise and uh just find your own motivation it sounds like you were your own fucking motivation you know like you had a 
you had to get that shit up in order to get where you are now. Hundred percent, and that that just leads to conf. That just goes back to confidence. You got to have the confidence to do what you want to do, no matter what industry you're in. Mm -hmm. Confidence in yourself too, <clears throat> like just fucking the ability to, for you to go out there and fucking do it. And like, kind of like what we were talking about, like land on your feet, you know, like not everything is guaranteed, especially with this week with all the stock markets and shit like that. Not everything mm -hmm. is guaranteed in life. It's better to just fucking let it fly. But honestly, not in, not in every not in every situation. Sometimes you don't want to let it fly. Like uh, when you have a kid, don't let it fly, you know? Yeah. No, don't let, don't let that kid eat cake every day. You little piglet son bitch. From meeting celebrities to cutting up everyday Joes like Josh Patton. You've seen a lot of hair. Hey, shout out, Josh. My name is Josh. As a barber, what is the importance of leaving an impression on your client? Dude, it's huge. You know, I'm in, this, I'm in the service industry, so the way you put yourself out there is the way a client is going to treat you. So my job is to work on myself so that when I cut my client's hair, when they see me, I'm presentable, and they respect me and my prices. So mm -hmm. that's, that's very important, I think, to everyone in any industry, like... No matter what industry you're in, you better practice what you preach. And uh, when you show up, you better show out. I think that's why people like regard your product in in a high way, like how we started the show. You know, like you kind of are that it barber in the Vancouver area. And I just feel like it's because people you were consistent enough to people be like, damn, Sammy cuts. And you also got the clothing brand out a little bit. Yeah. I seen that. And that was was that your way of fucking just trying to get your name out or did you, were you just trying to fucking get into a different area and different fucking branches of what Shit. you wanted to do? I think that's just capitalizing where I'm at because as an entrepreneur, you want to capitalize. Mm. So I opened my shop, I got more exposure and now I, now it's time to do different things and, you know, put your eggs in different baskets and see what, what else you can grow. See what works, see what doesn't yeah. work. Wait, so how did you hear about me originally though? Shout out Josh, but... It, my name is Josh. Honestly, yeah, like people like Josh, just like Josh, yeah. every like growing up, I've had a lot of fucking different friends and shit, I would say. So mm. when I met Josh, I met Josh when I was shout out to Josh. My name is Josh. 17 years old. And that's who he I believe he was getting his hair cut by you at uh, Cam's Cuts. Yeah. Right. When you were yep. at Cam's <clears throat> and then you opened your own shop. But I just had always seen your fucking name. You like I said, you weren't just. You just didn't want to fucking stop at being a barber. You wanted to be like, all right, I'm going to open my own shop. I'm going to get out fucking beanies now. I want shirts. I want sweatshirts. Yeah. I want to fucking go into fucking, I don't know, shampoo, whatever. Yeah. I mean, likewise, bro. Like you said, you're trying to make Vancouver bigger too with your podcast. And I, I respect people in this area doing big things, you know. So. We don't really have that much of a fucking following in this area. So no. it's you kind of have to create your own. You know, no. that's my kind of thing. I love the people from the city. I love the people from this area. There's some shitty people too, what, though. Don't get that What made you actually start the podcast? Well, maybe start the podcast was knowing that life was too short to not chase your dreams. Mm -hmm. uh, like when I first started 2020, I was in a hospital for the most of the fucking time. Ooh, Crohn's disease. And I just remember sitting in that hospital and I was like, I know I want to fucking talk to people. I know that people are fucking interesting. So I might as well get out of my shell and try to fucking do it, you know? Also, the goal is to have a shirt. I just want a shirt and then like my kid will find it in like 20, 30 years and be like, what the fuck is shed talk? And I'm like, yeah, exactly. I'll tell you a couple stories. You got about 15 minutes. I'll tell you a couple episodes. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. That's respectable for sure. When did you know it was time to start your own shop? Uh, to be honest, it was something that's been engraved since I was a kid. I grew just, up in Cali. Just being your own boss? Yeah, I grew up in Cali. My, my older cousin cuts hair in Anaheim and he, he's really the one that taught me how to cut hair for the most part, like my early stages. 
And since then, I saw the money that it can make, the how the lifestyle is, and I just knew. That. I was like, dude, I think I'm, I want to cut hair. The the problem was the timing. I didn't know when I was going to do it. So I was young. I just had to, I'd had to live life and learn from my mistakes. And then once I was ready, I was like, dude, it's time to pull the trigger on this barbershop. Where did the name Prolific come from? Uh, Nipsey Hustle. Shout out Nipsey. Prolific is, is a crazy word. And if you know what it means, then you know what, it, what I'm talking about. Um, I just heard that word, and I was like, dude, this is it. That's the epitome it, of it. Yep, this is the name of the barbershop. It, it reflects who I am, too. And anyone who comes in through that door is going to be prolific, too. Prolific. like pro- Prolific. That's pro-gifted. just, it's pro, 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 prolific. Yeah, facts. Shout out my barbers at Prolific right now. Cutting hair. Hey, shout out Sergio the Barber and shout out Brian Cuts. They're out there working right now. They're at the shop holding it down. Yep, that's right. Shout out to them and all the hard work they do. Because without them, there is no you. Yep, 100%. No prolific. All right, Sammy Cuts, you ready to play a game today? Let's do it. Today's game is going to be called You Need to Cut It. 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 No pun. The game is simple. I'm going to name three people. You have to decide which of these three people does not cut it and is eliminated. That person is then sent to Dookie Island, where they are forced to live around Dookie. Mm, fresh Dookie. <laughs> what do you mean by cut it, though? Like Cut hair or like cut them in, uh, just in... Like, Murder. <gasps> Judas. Just fucking cut them out of the cut group. Cut them off? They uh, get cut out of the group. Fucking... I'm yeah, good. like basically Survivor style, you know? They I'm good get at fucking that. sent out. I'm, getting, I'm good at cutting, so let's hear it. Let's go ahead and get started. Mother Teresa, Rihanna, or my friend Thomas, who listens to Ben Shapiro? <laughs> I don't know your your buddy, but uh, shout out Mother Teresa. She's a good lady. Rihanna's good looking, um, but not achievable. So I'm going to cut off Rihanna. <sighs> Plot twist. You win this one, Thomas. Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, or Mr. Worldwide Pitbull? What was the second one? Kim Kardashian. I'm going to I'm gonna cut Kim. But she's good looking. Uh, yeah, she's, she's all right. But Wait, you would cut Kim Kardashian over Pitbull? Yeah, Pitbull's Mr. 305. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I I'm, did not account for your love. And, and I'm Mr. Pitbull. 360. Jeffrey Epstein, Thanos, or Drake, but when he was in a wheelchair? <laughs> oh, man. That's a tough one. I'm going to say Drake. I'm gonna shock the world. I'm gonna shock the world and say Drake. Y'all sleeping in the streets. Shaky warrior. He's crazy, man. And that I has like been. It. You need to cut it. With Sammy Cuts. Cut it. Cut it. You did great. Did you come up with this game? Yeah, dude. I come up with everything on this show. Man, Just off the fucking dome. You're creative, bro. Shout out Canada. Eh? Did you guys hear that? Did you hear that, Sammy Cuts? Hear, hear what? Question time. Oh, yeah, I heard that. It's question time where we get in the hot seat, but it's winter, so we're going to call it the cold seat. Sammy, are you ready to get in the cold seat? Oh, let's do it. It's cold out here in Vancouver, so I'm pretty chilly right now. Frosty the Snowman. At what age do you see yourself retiring? 26. Next year. Name three things that rhyme with slime. Time. Time is money. You said three things? Yeah. I'm not good at math, as you can tell, but I'm good at cutting hair. Uh, Time, rhyme, and mine. What is your favorite hairstyle that you have had personally? 
Uh, I thought the braids were pretty cool. It required the most patience. Yeah. Braids, cornrows. Grew it out for three years. Naruto or Dragon Ball? Dragon Ball. If you could only smell one smell for the rest of your life, what would it be? Man, I'm going to say fresh cut grass. Smells good. Which brings us on to fill in the blank, where you are going to fill in the blank, otherwise known as answering questions that I ask. Yeah, let's do it. I was once blank, but now I'm blank. Down, but now I'm up. I don't know if I should go in there. I just blank. Puke. <laughs> if I won $6,300, I would blank. Freak out. Ow. I was just in a bad accident. I better call blank. The Ambulam, a.k.a. Ambulance. I should have known it wasn't blank because it's always DiGiorno's. Oh, uh, wait, you want to repeat that? You, you talk fast. Oh, yeah, I do. My shit's always like... I could tell, bro. <laughs> like, these, these questions got to me. I'm like, dude, slow it down. I should have known it wasn't blank because it's always DiGiorno's. Dino Nuggets? I don't know. <laughs> and that has been fill in the blank and question time. <laughs> that last one was tough. I, didn't, yeah. I was kind of confused. Dude, they, that's how they get you, though, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. You got to set up right. Catching people by surprise. We got the Hornitos in here. We got Sammy Cuts in here. Yes, sir. Shout out Markel, too. Tres Perros coming soon. What is it? Trace? So, Tres Perros. Ooh, go ahead and talk about that. Let's go ahead and do Trace Perros. What are we What are we doing with this? What well, is this? Tres Perros is uh, the next biggest food car you're going to have in Vancouver. It's going to be the best. Um me, Markel, my boy Waldo, we were going in on this cart, so it's coming soon here, probably within the next month. We're going to specialize in uh, Mexican food, so if you guys like Mexican food, come down to downtown Vancouver. You know who loves Mexican food? Every single person that listens to Shed Talk. So if there's, a, if you guys are downtown Vancouver in the next month to two months to three months to four months to any time after that, check out the fucking food truck, Trace Perros. 100%. I say, am I saying that right? Yeah, you can say it like however you want. Trace Peros. Trey, oh, 13. That's 13 dogs. Oh, shit. We just went from three to 13, guys. Dude, you don't, you don't even need it. As long as you got Shed Talk, it's game a, over. It's a wrap. We were joined today by Sammy Cuts. If you like the episode, if you like good haircuts, or if you just like good people, go ahead and follow Sammy at Sammy Cuts. That is S-A-M-M-Y Cuts, as in C-U-T-S. Sammy Cuts and his barbershop, Prolific Barbershop. Anything you got to say to the people, Sammy? Dude, shout out Shed Talk. Thanks for having me. You know, I I respect you and everyone trying to do their thing out here in Vancouver. So keep it going. 360 represent. Mr. 360. You better say it, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Which brings us to... That's right, folks. It's time to Shed Talk. You guys were here. Sammy was here. Markel was here. Sammy, you got anything to say to the people? Hey, thanks for having me. Shout out Shed Talk. I respect what you're doing out here for Vancouver. Just keep at it, bro. You're killing it. Prolific. Thank you, thank you. Shout out to Juanitos, too. Markel, you want to go ahead and leave us out? Real G's move in silence like lasagna. You might have heard it from Lil Wayne, but you definitely heard it here first, folks. This has been Shed Talk. 
Follow us at Shed Talkin' on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And from the bottom of my heart, have a creamy day, guys.